0: Yeah, and that's that's what I really appreciate about some producers is they can kind of mix that sample, that sample feel with the newer mm-hmm. kind of like southern yeah. drums, yeah. just like the more modern type of drums, the uh, drum production. Oh, shit. Like when someone can nail it like that, I'm like, okay, they are hey, doing something. Big, man. Yeah,
1: because that's when it becomes an art form.
0: Yeah, and it it just it blends the the. Two uh two, the the best two of two worlds, worlds. Yeah. yeah
1: the best of two worlds of kind of old school, New school sampling old. technique with like the newer drum production and stuff like that hell yeah yeah all right man boom 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 hey man it's episode number seven we back do a dot podcast it's your boy York and your boy nasty knee hey man we got a special guest for y'all motherfuckers I know y'all tired of hearing about this hearing about that but this is music season motherfuckers and <laughs> we here goddamn it we yeah. dropping knowledge on y'all <laughs> niggas. Yeah, hey man, today we got Bill Fires. Bill Fires. What's up, what's up? Introduce yourself, let the people know.
0: Yo, it's uh, Bill Fires, music producer, DJ, um, Some I do some audio engineering, do a little bit of everything when it comes to the, the music production side of stuff, and we're here with the Do or Die podcast, man. Yes let's, sir. Let's talk.
1: Alright man. Man. Right, man. Let's get it, man. Kick us off. What you got on your brain? Let's get it, man shit. So mm. What got you into producing? Who inspired you? Who was your first big producer that inspired you to get into producing?
0: Yeah, um man, okay, so really, where I where I really, where life kind of changed for me as far as like pursuing music and mm-hmm. feeling like, oh shit, music something I wanted to do, is I had gotten an iPod, iPod right? Yeah. Yeah. Like oh yeah. The Nanos when they had, oh, okay, this yeah, was yeah. like 2008 2009 and I HBO had given Yeah, and I, I had given it to my friend to put music on it. And he put music on it because I didn't have a computer at the time. So he put music on it and I'm shuffling through the music. And up to that time, it was all Houston like all my knowledge of music was Houston stuff. And good. it was real underground Houston stuff. Like some of the stuff I might say people might not even have heard of. It was like color changing click, Razak, fifty fifty twin, um, it was like real underground mixtape Paul Wall stuff. Like, it was, it was just very underground mixtape Dat Piff, type, type Houston shit, yeah. music. And then also... That's funny it, as hell. And then also like the old school stuff, like Wanna Be a Baller, like Big Hog. Yeah, yeah, and, you yeah. know, all, all that stuff was kind of like my upbringing in music. But then my friend put this this uh, put music on my iPod and bro, it was like Jay-Z, Reasonable Doubt, Biggie, oh, yeah. MERS, ninth, like, oh, ninth, yeah. ninth, ninth Wonder. And it was just like a whole different palette. But, especially at that time. Yeah, yeah. it was. It, he so he put a lot of old school '90s New York West New Coast, York. and he put a lot of like underground '2000s music on there. And the song that did it for me, bro, was uh, "Feeling It" by Jay Z. Oh shit! Um, on Reasonable Doubt, mm. like I, the pianos. All that I was like, "Yo, what is this shit? <laughs> yeah. Like, what I've never up to that point in my life, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, I didn't really know what East Coast, West Coast, West Coast underground hip hop was." Yeah, that's so, about time I started. Yeah. 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 So, and that this was like when I was starting high school out two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. So like, the, me getting put on to like the hip hop that laid the foundation really. It just piqued my interest so much, and I remember hearing the music, and I was like, "How are they making
1: these beats? Like, beats, are they playing
0: uh, this stuff? Like, yeah, shit." Yeah, because yeah. it just—that's just, what I used to
1: think they was playing every instrument. Yeah, I was yeah. like, "Yo, are they?" Like the sad thing mm-hmm. I, I
0: was like, "Where are they yeah. getting all this music from?" Because this just sounds like it, it just kind of sounded it just sounded way different than what like Houston, We're used to, yeah, music. Because Houston music, it's like either they're playing the stock sounds from their from their samplers or their keyboards. Or maybe they're sampling different types of music, Mm -hmm. like they're not sampling soul and funk, they're sampling like 80s and you you know what I mean? So it it just had a different sound. So for me, that's, you know, that I would say that iPod Nano changed. Changed everything? Yeah, it really really did. It made me think like, yo, like, I wonder if I can make some of this shit because this Uh, this sounds crazy.
1: What was the uh, first year you bought your first piece of producing equipment?
0: Uh it was February twenty thirteen. Oh shit. I remember. Yeah.
1: Well you remember what you get, what you picked up?
0: It was uh it was a machine micro. So I don't know if y'all heard of machine. It's like a it's kinda of like an MPC. Okay, okay, okay. It's kinda of yeah. like an N P C but it's like a, a newer company. Um and it, it was just kinda of like a beginner sampler. It was maybe so the, size the size of your you laptop. Know. I don't know. The size of your laptop keyboard. keyboard that's that's yeah. what it was. That was my first piece of equipment, twenty thirteen. Oh shit. Had the and then, buttons on it and shit yeah, yeah it had buttons like the the drum pads mm-hmm. you had like a little screen where you can see your sample and how you're chopping it um oh damn and that yeah. was that was the beginning for me
1: then so. it went from I would say 2013 to about 2015 two years into the production game or getting your feet into the production game where you at in 2015
0: 2015 I was still trying to get good man um I think, in a way, I got lucky in some sense because I, when I started getting into music, so did my friends around me, including Too Quick, um, Stick. um, Yeah, group, right? Yeah, yeah. We were all kind of getting into music together, so we kind of all held each other accountable of whether we were good or not. (laughs) You know what I mean? So for the first two years, it was really me making beats and sending them to them, and, and they were just like this one's cool, this one ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like you need to do this or you need to work on this or maybe that sample is not dope. Like, Thank so for two years, it was just trial and error, bro. Just Get, get better, get better. Get yeah, better. man, it was just trial and error, honestly, for the first two years.
1: What was the moment when you was like, I got it? Shit. Nah. Last
0: year? Like, yeah. 2020. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna just keep it a buck. That's um shit. I feel like, from 2013 up to 2020, that seven year process, I was really trying to figure out like my, I was just not, I wouldn't want to say my sound because Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be honest, if you listen to my production, you're you're gonna know who I'm influenced by. Mm -hmm. Like you're gonna know like that I'm kind of, I'm kind of just standing on the shoulders of the giants that laid the foundation and I'm I'm kind of just extending what they've already done, and then turning it into your way. Yeah, right. and then just kind of interpreting it my own way. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, but throughout those seven years, man, it wasn't until twenty twenty where I kind of like reflected a little bit, and I was like, I think I can finally hear a sample and know exactly what I'm gonna do. Yeah, that was last year. That was last year, bro. Up until last year. I feel like it was all trial and error because sometimes I, I find a dope sample and I wouldn't be able to chop it right or maybe the beat didn't sound the way I thought it was going to sound in my head so you know but it, it wasn't until last year where I feel like nah it's going to sound the way I hear it yeah. like you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean like that's good though you know <laughs> rare, rare, rarely yeah. am I like oh yeah that you know every now and then even till now like couple months, it's like, I'll make a beat, and I'm like, sounds cool, but maybe I could have done it something a little different, but, like, I could have maybe tweaked it here, but, you know, I'm not the type of person that's like, oh, okay, well, let me go back and perfect it, I'm just like, okay, let me learn from that, and let me just move on to the next True. you know what I mean, like...
1: Oh, yeah, you'll be stuck in our process forever doing that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I get it, some people are perfectionists, and that's fine, but I, I... I get very annoyed when I have to just rework and rework and mm-hmm. rework and... Because then and, it might not even... It, might then get it, starts, it's, it To me, it starts to feel like a job. But some other people that I've worked with, they're like, no, I'm going to work on this until it sounds the right it's way. Right to the so it's just, you know, different, different, different processes. Yeah, you don't to be perfect, man. That's
1: the thing. Because no one's perfect. And, uh, especially, you know, with music. Yeah, with, everything will be perfect, man. Nah, yeah, straight
0: up, like... I I do not believe in perfection in music. I really just believe in capturing a magic moment. Right. Like, capture, lately, what I've been telling people is like, really, it's about capturing lightning in a bottle, and you just never know when the fuck that's going to happen. Yeah, you just got to create. You just got right. to keep creating.
1: Very true. Yeah. What uh put you on the path? What books have you read that help you on a producer route?
0: Um... So I, uh, recently the the two books I've read that really impacted me. I read, I read pretty pretty often. I try to read a book at least once or twice, a once a month or like one one book every two or two three months. Because yeah, sometimes yeah. the books can be kind of hard to digest, so it yeah. takes me longer to read them. And I listen to them. I don't I don't sit there and read. I'll audiobook my shit. I need so, get, I need to get on that. Yeah. Uh, so the two books. Just like when it comes to music production that really influenced me um, was this book by Timberland called The Emperor of Sound and this other Mm -hmm. one, this other book that was actually written by a producer out of Dallas and he's produced for Kanye. He produced Power for Kanye. He wrote wrote this book called Pray, Pray, Focus, Plan, Execute. Those two books, bro, the the gems that I've read in those books, I think about them like every other day. Oh yeah. Just because of the the stuff they say I feel I mean they're they're from producers who are I would consider heavyweights Timbaland that's yes. a, a yes. no brainer S1 a- S1 I feel like you only know about S1 Unless if you're, you know like music. a producer yeah. like if you're a producer you Cuz I just had you, in him like 2 months ago cuz he's super low key like he's produced hits bro but he's not he's not like famous he don't got a big brand like he's that killing. But if you're a that producer bag, right? in the game you know who S1 is like, you know you know and and he's he's it's like cold. an underground type dude just chilling yeah well i wouldn't even say underground it's just that he's super low key yeah he's like a secret weapon
1: like a like if kanye had a shadow that fell back
0: he was part of yeah. uh, he was he was part of kanye's production team mm-hmm. for 3 years yeah cuz if he made power that's, so he I was what else he made he he was behind Yeezus my beautiful dark twisted fantasy oh, yeah. um
1: two good albums uh,
0: what what was the one before my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was it a uh,
1: no, 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 It was Damn. Just- no, 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 was no, no. It was not graduation. It was
0: a... I I think it might have been graduation. It was either that or We need we need a fact checker.
1: Surge moment.
0: <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, man, he was I know for sure he was part of those two albums, Yeezus and My Beautiful Dark Twi- Twisted Fantasy. He was part of the production. Team. The Life of Pablo? He might have been a part of that okay. as well. Yeah, so he was with Kanye for three years, and he he's done he's done work. Or
1: late registration. Late
0: registration, yeah, late
1: registration.
0: Mm, that was, maybe now I think that might have been all. Yeah, Kanye was still heavy on the production.
1: Eight oh eight heartbreaks? Nah, no. Yeah,
0: that was before. They... No ID. No ID was uh playing the background for the a lot of the production on uh, 808s. No ID. Yeah. So, so those those two books, those two producers, man. They've. Uh, they dropped a lot of gems in those books. And I, I, uh, I even think like a, a songwriter could learn some something this, from there, too. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. though they're more heavier on the music production side, um, I think the lessons... What's still good just to... Yeah, I think music. the lessons on there... Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. mm-hmm. Like, they're good for everybody that's trying to pursue Presume a music. career in music. Yeah. yeah.
1: From music. And what is it? All right, we're going to have those books in the link. Let you guys tap in with those because I want to see what the plan and execute when he was talking about. I want to see what that one. Yep. Where would you uh, get that book from? Barnes & Noble? Audible. Audible? Okay. Yeah,
0: I use, I use this app called Audible where I just books. listen. Yeah, it's just audio books. But uh, I do want to like, all the books that I've read or all the books I've listened to, I want to buy the physical copy just to like, yeah. have them. Just Cause like, you already dodge
1: It's more so, so having like, a visual, highlight, highlight shit, it's a landmark. And, mm-hmm. You know,
0: just to go and like flip through a chapter or something.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, say, so, have you ever thought about getting into writing your own book one day? Uh, mm.
0: No nah, man, I I don't know. I feel I I feel you, but I think like, you know, one thing I've learned too the past couple of years, just life in general, just take things one step at a time. Mm. And right now, like. I can't think any further than being a great DJ and having a really good reputation when it comes to music production. Um, and that's like, gonna spread this little. Yeah, injury. and then it's like, okay, you know, I feel like if, when I get to those places, then it's like, okay, I've gotten to these goals, time to create new goals, you know what I mean? Like I have a solid reputation for music production, like people, respect whatever it is i put out mm-hmm. um and then you know the past year and a half i've been able to dj more and it's creating a lot more opportunities for me so i'm just like i kind of i focus strictly on making beats from 2013 to 2019 and mm-hmm. 2020 the dj kind of started coming yeah, yeah, yeah. up like just opportunities like people hey can you take a gig for me yeah i'll take a gig oh, yeah. hey can you take this other gig hey so and so wants you to dj here this many times if you know what i I'm, mean i'm like yeah, you got a residency residency not, not not yet, yet not yet but damn near. I, I, it, i'm I in the works it's gonna come for yeah because sure. i've been definitely getting hit up a lot more and That's good money, man. Uh, For sure, for sure, it's a good grind, man. (laughs) And I love it too. It's not like I'm. (laughs) I love the craft. It's just like I said, taking it one step at a time. I really wanted to get dope in music production, and I've always known how to do DJ shit on the side. So it just kind of naturally came about, and so now I'm like, okay, I feel comfortable in music production. These opportunities for DJing are coming up, so let me like now marry the two. Mm -hmm. You know when
1: from music production and all those years when did you realize it was like hey let's put some business behind this shit hmm I would say 2016
0: 2016 Uh, from 2013 to 2016 well 2013 2015 I was just doing
1: it for, love. for the love, yeah. just
0: like just out of curiosity, just out of being young and having hella free time, like you know, just trying to develop something mm-hmm. for myself. Um, so those first two years were like that, and then twenty sixteen, I was getting ready to graduate college, like within a year or two. So I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I'm gonna get my degree. I'm gonna have a day job, but I would really like to see if I can monetize my music. Mm-hmm. You know, because I I feel like. Why not? I, it just exactly. makes sense. It just we're bro, it just more streams sense. of income, baby. We're, we're millennials. We came up in social media. We came in in the online business internet era. So you, come like, up, you, come off. you know, and, and from a lot of the people I look up to, and you know, books I read, multiple streams of income. Okay, you got a day job. Don't mean you can have another second like an income stream that's passive. Because as a producer, I have my beat store, and then you know I'm. Just chilling through. Oh, okay. I sold something. I, I didn't clock in for that. I didn't have a schedule for that. Mm-hmm. It was just, oh, I created a product. It's out on in the world. Now if let I, me. If I could find an mic, what is work. it, micro
1: or macro manage in that situation? Uh, I would, what do you mean? Like, like how you just let's say you going by your day, you got a beat, say it like boom, okay, check go by your day. Would that be like micro manage or like macro manage? I would say micro. Micro. Yeah, okay.
0: micro. Um, but uh. But yeah, man, it just, it made sense during that time. Like mm-hmm. I was about to graduate and I felt like, you know, I know there's a market for people who want to buy beats. So let's just start experimenting and putting, started putting myself out there. Out you know? there yeah. 2016, I started on SoundCloud. Two years later, I started putting my music on streaming. So now it's 28, uh, that was 2018 when I first, 2018 was when I first started releasing instrumental projects mm-hmm. on streaming and on YouTube and stuff. Um,
1: what inspired you to do that?
0: Jay Dilla Madlib Ninth Wonder All the producers who put beat tapes out yeah. Like You got beats bro yeah. There's people who just want to listen to beats There's artists That get on YouTube Just to listen to beats yeah. Or just to listen yeah. to a beat tape While they're at work You know yeah, You about. know what I mean? Just, just trying to vibe out Didn't even so, think about that Yeah Yeah, yeah bro Like there's in college people would, you know, they would they would study and they put put like a lo-fi mix, or, like a underground 90s hip hop instrumentals mix. Yeah. It's like, okay, so you know, instead of just sitting around waiting for someone to rap on my beat for it to do something. Yeah. It's like, yo, let me put out a beat tape. So that's yeah. that's how
1: I didn't even think about that. like the study part like all that. Yeah. The coffee shops, the
0: just to put it simply, there's a there's an audience of people who just want to listen to beats. That is crazy, yeah. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah. I never really mm-hmm. even put that into perspective. Yeah, some people are like, I don't care about music. I just... Yeah, but yeah. That is still music. They just don't care about lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, for yeah. sure. For sure. I just want to hear this and get a vibe. That's kind of lot things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell yeah. us about the Rude Bill Volume 1, Rude Bill Volume 2. What brought back... I brought about that situation between you...
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, So, shout out to York for designing the cover arts that we've gotten great feedback from. Like, people just love cover arts. Glad to be a part of it. Bro, you... you, But that's history. That's history. I feel like you visually, you, you, whatever vibe you were in that day, you just captured the aesthetic that we were trying to go for. And... You know, I'm just glad it happened the way it was because I met you through Quick. Mm-hmm. Once he told me that you, you know, you you were doing creative stuff and, you know, you you were doing all this, like, I was like, okay, let me go through his art. And I was like, yo, this stuff is actually dope. Yeah. Like, so, you know, me and, you know, so first of all, kudos to you. Much respect for for all the artwork. And the, the way it came about is Rude Boy is my... Brother-in-law's longtime friend. Oh
1: yeah. yeah.
0: So, you know, my family—they've been—they've always known that I've been into music. You know, uh, and my, That's good. my sister's husband has like friends that are also into music, and so he told uh Rude Boy because he used to make music. Like, well, he still is making music, but they were making music back in the day, and he told Rude Boy, "Yo, my um, you know, Bill, whatever." He don't call me bill he calls me by my government but he's just like you know he he collects records he makes beats you know he's really into mm-hmm. the old school underground shit and uh so he told him that got my ig from him rude boy tech uh hit me up on instagram was like yo i really respect your beats like I, it's really rare to find people that are kind of making this sound yep. in houston you know um, and I was like, oh, I appreciate that, man. He was like, you want to come through and link, bro? Like, just come kick it, and, you know, we could listen to records. We could just vibe out. I want to get to know you. And mm-hmm. I was like, cool, you know. And it was right. during the pandemic. So it's like, I had nothing but time like, <laughs> uh, yeah. to kick it. So um, I went over to his crib. That's funny as shit. Yeah, it was during the <laughs> pandemic. So I went over to his crib. Uh, oh, wait, no. This was before the pandemic, I think. Before the pandemic, so. sorry. So this was 2019. Around oh, the verge right of yeah, yeah, towards so, the end of 2019. Yeah. We linked up, and the first... Like, he just started playing me samples. He was like, yo, listen to these samples I got. And he just played something. And I was like, what? This is... Like, this is what you're listening to, yeah. bro? He was, he was just playing me the illest shit to sample. And I was just so... You know, because I'm very picky with what I sample. Mm. Like, I don't like to just sample anything. So he starts playing me all this stuff, and I'm like, bro, you have a great year for samples. And so, we picked one, it was a Marvin Gaye sample. We chopped it up, and it, it came out pretty dope. Mm-hmm. You know, it was our first time collabing on a beat, so it, it came out pretty dope, but I was like, okay, this isn't the best it could be. Like, there's, It's still like kind of rough, because we haven't collaborated yeah. before, yeah. but let's just keep, keep, keep doing it. Because I felt like the ideas were the there. same. Yeah, he, he, he just came with great ideas for, for beats, you know. So we did that, and then from there, bro, the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. We kept linking up, and throughout the pandemic, we just, you know, we, we developed a really good friendship, which was crazy, because as you get older, you don't really make a lot of good friends. True, true. Um, and it was kind of something I just did off, just like, you it's know. Like, yeah, just off the strength, just mm-hmm. some random link up or whatever. Um, and we just kept locking in, bro. I feel like the creative chemistry was like the same. We both wanted to make the same shit, and we both have different ways of doing it. So, mm. so you know, yeah, it, it's. I was like, yeah, this is this is kind of crazy. How did y'all
1: do the process when it comes to? Was it same computer or like so transferring the files? at
0: the time, he didn't have any equipment mm-hmm. um, because he had. He kinda just wasn't making music at that time, but he he had like such a Oh yeah. Still uh, love it. Still, yeah. yeah, he but he Man, just wasn't ideas. he oh, just yeah. wasn't there at that point, you know, to be doing music often. Um so when we would when we would link up, we would just work off my MPC. Um and then at some point I, I gave him that MPC and I bought some new stuff. Mm-hmm. So he bought that he bought my old one. I bought a new one. And so that's how he started getting familiar with, with, uh, with working with an NPC. And so since then, we just work mm-hmm. off each other's NPCs, like, we'll get together, he'll be making an idea, I'll be making an idea, we'll be doing that for like two hours, three hours, and then we'll take our headphones like, what you got? And he'll play it, mm-hmm. and then he's like, all right, what you got? And I'll play it, and then we'll just be like, okay, do we just work on that one? Or do we just work? On, or do we work on both because they're both dope ideas? And sometimes
1: that's hard. I'm
0: not coming up with dope ideas, but yeah. he'll find something. I feel so that. So that's kind of how how it oh, yeah, works. And so once we find like the the dope idea to to
1: keep going, to keep going, yeah. and we'll
0: just all right, let's just work off yeah. the NPC. You know, like we chop it. I'll play some shit. I'll like leave to use the restroom, and he'll play. He'll be playing mm-hmm. some. Bro, it's like it is. It's so fluid, it's so
1: organic, it's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. I, I wouldn't mind getting that on camera. We, can I get I got some cup of ice coming. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I yeah. Let me make sure. I feel like I'm on drink champs. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> clap it up, clap it up. Bro. <laughs> Bruh, that I would say that podcast, Joe Budden's, uh, the Rory Mall. I haven't uh, seen that one. It, it it's, so far is all right. Yeah, they still get in the groove of being like a new show and shit like oh, you're that. talking but... about Rory and mm-hmm. I have
0: seen, I saw the Russ interview.
1: Oh yeah, That's I like that
0: But I I, li- I like the podcast, man. They're, oh yeah. When I used to watch the Joe Button podcast every every so often, so I think Rory and Ma Rory and Maul, like they. They'll be good, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, they'll be good. Because for they me, they as would
1: make me stay watching the show. Yeah,
0: and they come off genuine. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't be trying to force nothing. They just, I
1: feel like they come off as genuine. people. Big facts. Yeah. Let me make sure this ice coming for real. Huh? I was literally thinking. I was like, damn, yeah, I ain't got <laughs> nothing to drink. Tap it up. Baby. Let We get some ice. So ice. But Hey man, this is why I love podcasting. <laughs> you can literally do all this, cut all that out. Oh yeah, definitely. Bro. And just like.
0: Oh yeah, the beauty of editing. Oh it's man. The beauty of editing. All right. Uh, but yeah, bro, that was that was how the whole Root build thing came about, and we just we're just keeping it going, staying consistent. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Cause I w- I would um, cause I can definitely see it going far. It just. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah, it's just you know, put putting your time in and trusting the process. Mm-hmm. Really, it, to me, because um, I'm I'm confident in uh, his ability to to make dope beats. I'm confident in my ability too. I think together that confidence like joins and adds more more more. Uh, you know, fire to the flame. Um, and yeah, man, I, you know we have. Rootbill we'll Volume 1 out right now. Rootville we'll Volume 2. Um, and, well, we're both very busy right now, so we haven't been able to start oh, yeah. working on Volume 3. Oh, yeah. Speaking of busy, man. Yeah. We
1: see you've been working, man. What, what's the uh, fourth quarter looking like for you going into uh, January, February? Whew.
0: Um, so, these past, honestly, these past two to three months, I've been balancing my time between music production which is like working with clients that I'm doing projects with um, or just working with people who have bought certain beats and just kind of like, you know, being involved in a collaborative process Mm -hmm. as far as getting the project. It's not just like oh, you know, know, it takes time to develop ideas, especially if you're kind of trying to be... Precise. Yeah, precise and, and intentional about what you do, right? So, it's been music production, DJing, um... I also speaking of podcast and editing, I edit a podcast for someone out of um, the West Coast in uh, in the Bay Area. Somebody that I met through a through a mutual friend, um, and so that kind of takes up
1: a good amount of time. time yes, sir. It's
0: like it's called La Segunda. So um, shout out to shout, him, man. Yeah, shout La out Segunda. to to my man Richie Nunez, who he's the host of the podcast, and he hit me up sometime earlier this year. And just told me, like, yo, I need someone to edit this amount of episodes every month. This is the production quality I want. Um, so that has also kind of opened up other opportunities mm-hmm. on the audio engineering side. Um, because that's also a different line of work, you know. But it, it's kind of like making beats, too, because you're just mixing. You're just, oh, just, yeah. just You're just chop, chopping things out, chopping things out that you don't want. So it's music, audio production, DJing, and... Every so often, I'll, I'll you know I'll do Uber part time just to oh yeah that's a bag make extra, money make extra bread bro. oh yeah that's, um, a, that's a nice little bag, man you know you gotta support the music as well at the end of the you, day music is an expensive hobby <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: you know? I didn't really realize how missing music was until you just dive into it and you're like damn let me go get this and this and you like go to the guitar center. Start looking at shit and be like, ooh, oh, 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 oh. Let me come back. Let me go. Let me let me go assess. I mean, it's uh, just yeah.
0: pretty much any move you want. If you want to release music, you're gonna pay thirty bucks a year for. Mm-hmm. You know, not that thirty bucks is gonna break your bank, but it's no, like. No. Over time, the more you try to do to get your music out mm-hmm. there, it's just more you like gonna put you got to feed the views. Yeah. and you either got to mix and master yourself or pay someone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. amount of money, mm-hmm. to do And even let's say you could do everything yourself. Well, you still got to market <laughs> it. <Still laughs> you, you still got to market You still got to do, you know, promotion. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if you want to do merch, it's like oh yeah. Um, so, bro, yeah, I feel like I'll be having four or five different jobs. Because
1: <laughs> I can see you, the way you're going now, you're diving into different areas. In 10 years, I can definitely see you with your own production company. Oh,
0: sure. That's the idea. That's the idea. I've even thought about opening, like, my own independent studio outside of my crib. A bit loud. You know? Um, but again, it's like, it's an investment because that studio oh, yeah. space isn't free and Mm -hmm. i gotta build up the clientele so that that studio space can can pay itself within the first three months which i believe it could be possible but also i always tweet about this shit calculated risk like yeah just because something's a great idea and it sounds great on paper Mm -hmm. in practice you might be stretching yourself thin too thin yeah you know and i've done that in the past so many times like and you know even though i right now i feel like i have four or five different jobs like I've, I've I've I feel like the experience has taught me how to handle everything, and mm-hmm. so that I could show up and execute, you know, the the best I can in everything that I do. Because some days I don't get to work on beats. I'm just doing YouTube audio YouTube. engineering oh, stuff. Yeah. I'm mixing songs for people. Because
1: oh yeah, that's what I was about to ask. On you the know, podcast, is it um that you're editing? Is it video, audio, or just audio? It's just audio. Oh, okay, and okay.
0: it's you know it's on the it's on all on all the platforms, oh, yeah. and it's. Basically, the con the the concept of the podcast is um, the host Richie he just interviews people from all walks of life mm-hmm. that and just kind of gets their story okay. from them. That, so it's kind of like what we're doing. Yeah, okay, just, okay. they just get the storyline behind them um, and the the kind of like the different thing about it is there's like music that plays throughout the episode. Okay. So that's how it's produced. Um, and yeah, man, like I'll be. Some days, all I'll be doing is audio engineering stuff. Some days, all I'll be doing is focusing on another, a new DJ set that I got to put together. Yeah. Um, another day, I'm just making beats. Another day, I'm just mixing songs. The other day, I'm just mixing beats. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, That's one day, good, I'm doing though. Uber for 10 hours. Like, you know, just, yeah, man.
1: That's part of the grind to where when you tell this story, when you are accepting awards wars and stuff like that, it's just going to be that uh, much so beautiful. It, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cause when you yeah, look back and see yeah. like damn, it was a- and this is
0: the time to do it, bro. When you're young, mm-hmm. you're not gonna feel as energetic when you're 45, 45. Unless you take care of yourself, you be healthy. You know. Yeah. You know, but good. unfortunately, there's a Chick Fil A at every corner and a McDonald's. So sometimes, yeah. like, it's, it's ha- slip up. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's kind of hard to stay uh, healthy just because of the lifestyle that people have there. Exactly. But, um, you know, uh, I think right now. It's the time to go hard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's the nice. time to go hard, bro. It's give it give it all you got. Saying, I'm not getting any younger.
1: When it comes back, to... You can't give no more. Yeah. True. When it comes to chasing dreams, are you a person, when you look at it like, hey, we're going balls to the wall or I'm going to have a uh, plan A, B, C?
0: I struggle with that sometimes. Um, and I'm going to always say, ah, man. That's a tough question, bro. Cause I'm torn. Yeah. Sometimes you need a backup plan. Yeah. For sure. But then sometimes if you have a backup plan, you might get too comfortable with failure. Because if you're always looking for a, a way out, then you might not go as hard as yeah. you can go if you know you don't have yeah. a Yeah. So, but it's it's kind of like a balance because it, it just really comes back to the calculated risk thing. Like, how much how much are you willing to struggle and how much are you willing to put up for your shit to
1: come true? You know. Like, True. that's how I feel. How and, much bullshit can you eat before you break?
0: It, yeah, before it just breaks you, no. you know. And and unfortunately, people got different limits. So, I think right now, I'm going, I'm going all in, you know. Yes, yeah. I'm going all in, right now. I don't think I'm trying to play the fence. True. Um, nah, because, like, I, I don't know. I just think. Why not? Why not? And and be okay mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out the way you. Because you try. Yeah.
1: A lot of people they think a lot of people that chase a creative lifestyle are like, okay, um, everybody don't get the millions. Everybody don't get this. Everybody don't get that. But hey, as long as you making a substantial amount of income off your creativity, whatever you're doing, yeah, that's the win. You don't have to be the Drakes or oh, the Kanyes yeah. to say you that you won type shit. And I want that to be the new narrative going into becoming a creator for the younger kids where you ain't got to, if you want to be Drake, hey little nigga, go be the next <laughs> Michael Jackson. But if you want to be the next currency, somebody lay low and get that bread, do that.
0: Yeah, and I think for me too, I'm realistic in that aspect too because I don't, I don't think I'm going to be on the next Drake album. Like I don't live with that expectation. I live more with the expectation of I think there's an audience for what I do and I'm pretty sure I can make a living doing it. Whatever that looks like, if the bills can get paid, if I can take care of the people I love, that's if like I could that. if I could be reliable as mm-hmm. a, an adult, that's I don't care about the followers. I don't care about, you know, me like in the media and big brand and all. Yeah. bro, as long as I'm able to take care of what I got to take care of, <laughs> you know, everything else is just like a plus at that. point. Oh, yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, and, that's. Yeah, yeah. And
0: you're right, that should be the new narrative because um and it, I feel like it is. I just think some people get lost in the sauce sometimes. Like social media will trick you into thinking that you re- you really ain't shit unless you got 100 100 and a million and a half followers or a million and a half followers whatever. It's all just um shit. you know, right now we're living in the age of like being an independent artist, but some like I said some people get too lost in the music industry, quote-unquote, that they forget that it's better to have a thousand loyal fans than be this person that signed to a big label with a bad deal. Mm-hmm. And this person with a thousand fans they dry. is making over six figures and they're independent and they're moving how they want to move. Oh, yeah. But some, like I said, bro, people get lost in the music industry shit. And they start thinking that...
1: I need this. I need that. Yeah,
0: I I need I need that validation to feel like I actually have a music career instead of being some kind of influencer.
1: True. You know. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of I ain't gonna say a lot of people, but some of the people I see, I feel like they on the outside looking in, they look torn between do I become an influencer or an artist? Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems like they always lean towards the influencer right, because that's usually what pays first in this yeah. game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think, like, right now, it's it's just a perfect... There's so many ways to make money um, with your music that if you're very business savvy, you don't need a label. You just need to know how to run a business and how to... Run kind of that money. Run, yeah, run a business and put your art out there the way you want instead of trying to, like, do this whole label shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah, man, so... Uh, yeah, it, success is different for everybody, man. What's
1: your, what's your success look like?
0: Um, yeah, just, just like that, bro. Like, if I can, if I could just take care, if I could just be comfortable, mm-hmm. you know. Um, like your Yeah, man, like just, what well, well, not only, oh, just well, paying the bills, yeah. but you know, comfortable yeah. in a sense where you feel like you got more than enough. You yeah. have abundance. True, but that, that that abundance, top, isn't, abundance isn't always a million dollars. Like, yeah. you, if you have a million dollar lifestyle, then yeah, you might need to make a couple million a year. But I'm not like this soup, I need a mansion, I need a this. It's mm-hmm. just like, bro, I just want to live like comfortable. Yeah, just
1: comfortable, bro. I love the best yeah. i ever lived. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do your mornings look like when you wake up? Let's say you you off that day, and what's the first thing you do when you wake up?
0: When I wake up, um, usually just shower, um, just shower. Like if, if I'm having like a really good day, clear, clear minded, I'll shower, I'll pray, I'll stretch, mm-hmm. I'll meditate for like five or 10 minutes. Um, and then go about my day whatever I have on my, on my schedule. Cause I always, I always put things on my schedule to do. I'll just go and do that. I'll probably be locked in the studio, man, probably for a good four to six hours, I'll take a break, I'll go to the gym, I'll get some, some food, and then I'll lock back in the studio for another six hours. four to six hours. Yeah. You know Until I get tired <laughs> Big vibes yeah, yeah and I'm a night owl bro Like I've Yeah t- I feel like I
1: get more creative Around yeah, 2 I, o'clock
0: at, Cause late at night People mm-hmm. aren't really awake People aren't really hitting you Like it, Over time I used to be like A morning person Now I'm not much Of a morning person I feel like I get my best work done Late at, at night yeah. But Sometimes I feel like that's not good, man, because no. it, it just kind of can wear you down.
1: Especially because you, um, cause what you don't do is usually make up for that sleep in the daytime.
0: Yeah, and then you just be feeling fatigued, Rats. and, you know, like, you just don't, you know. But that's why even though I go to sleep late, I try to make sure I get my eight to nine hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. Because I was trying to do that four to five hours. That's what I've been doing. It's nah, man, that's not sustainable, ass. bro. Like, yeah, I was saying it's whooping my ass. Know, Break it down. So, so, really, like, on a good day, man, just... You know, pr- prayer, meditation, stretching in the morning is, like, so key if I'm, like, having a day where I got enough time to do everything to take care of me. but really I, get right. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, some days you just have those days where it's just like, yo, I did everything that I wanted to do, and I practiced my good habits. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I not always pray. I check, check, check. Sometimes check. I wake up and I'll check Twitter. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I would say, now my bad habit. I go straight to my email.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. My bad habit is just waking up in the morning and, and checking social media. Yeah. Um, so, it, it like, I'll have my bad streaks where I'm like just doing it too much, but then I'll have like those good days where it's like, nah, we're not checking the phone. Mm-hmm.
1: We're, we're going to do holistic
0: things to start the day, and we just, we're not going to be on this damn phone. <laughs> sure. yeah, that was a, Goodbye, that's man. the
1: first conscious decision you make of the day. Am I going to yeah. get on my email or I'm going to sit here and like take in the day or. Whatever, how you? The different way to get ready besides going straight to social media or email. Yeah. Cause now I'll be like, it. It don't be a thought no more. It be like, oh shit, I'm checking my email. Put yeah. shit down. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. But
0: that's, that's really it, bro. Like, when I, whenever I have my days when I'm really like, okay, I'm doing studio work. I'll put in a good, um, eight, eight, ten hours. You know, maybe. Lately, it's been like 12, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah, lately it's been like 12 just because I... But I feel
1: like something. it's something in the air to where it's like, don't slack. Something's about to change. Mm. I feel like it's something in the air that just, it feels like that right now.
0: <coughs> yeah, for sure. No, yeah. I think, yeah, for sure. I think everybody feels that. Because the world is changing. So... Day by day at this point. With the pandemic, I feel like it has changed a lot of stuff. So... I think everybody is in a phase of change, for sure. Because, bro, there's not a person I know that the pandemic didn't affect their life in some way. True, true. So there's not Great a person thoughts. I know. It affected some, you know, may, maybe not even, maybe not the millionaires and the billionaires. You know, they were winning. But regular folk, bro, a lot of people got affected by this shit. Yeah. So change is coming, for All sure. Right.
1: All right, man, give us five tips that you would give to your younger self. 2013. Oh, man. That's a great question. Hmm.
0: Man. Don't depend. Don't depend on anybody. Uh, do it all yourself. That's like number one. Do it all yourself until you start gaining organic support. You know, mm-hmm. do it all yourself until you start <clears throat> gaining organic support. Um, and what I mean by that is like. Build the dream yourself. Don't think you need someone else. Don't think you need a manager. Don't think you need a label. Like, don't try to go independent and keep the dream alive by your own terms Mm. until the support gets there where it's like, oh wow, I have help now because I've put in the work. True, true. Um, Okay, so that's number one. Number two, make the music you want to make. Don't let anyone else affect you. Don't make whatever makes your heart happy. (laughs) bro, if you want to make house music, if you want to make you know, like the more, like yeah, whatever, the bro music, you know? put whatever, you want to make white noise music, like metal whatever, do what you want to do don't worry about um, trends and trying to fit into something, just do what you want your heart, yeah, number three um, number three become business savvy because if not, people are gonna take advantage of you. Yeah. That's number three. Especially if you take music seriously as mm-hmm. a way to, you know, create an income, you're gonna have to become business savvy. Because if not, people are just gonna take advantage of you. Uh, number four. Um, nobody owes you anything. Big facts. Nobody owes you anything. You know. I feel like nowadays the music scene has a lot more camaraderie you know you can build real relationships especially in the underground mm-hmm. but I feel like there's levels to this and sometimes shit's not personal it's just business. business yeah and sometimes your interests don't always align with somebody else's interests so like certain opportunities might be missed it might not be because you're not the right person it's just Maybe it just was not for you. In you, situation. you know exactly. So, um, nobody owes you shit, bro. Just keep it moving. Like, do, do it, cause you love it without any real expectation from anybody. <laughs> you know. True. Um, number five. Number five. Um, don't forget to have fun, cause this is supposed to be fun too. You know, it's a, it's a it's a balance of everything because you got to, like... You got to learn how to take the edge off sometimes yeah. because, you know, um... Can you know, creative creative people have different stresses. <laughs> like, I feel like because sometimes you put pressure on yourself to create so much and then, like, you turn it into...
1: A work pressure.
0: Yeah, yeah, you turn it into a work pressure and really it's all in your head. Yep. It's all in your head because you didn't feel like that when you started. Fair. You know, so, like, never lose... Never lose that innocence of like doing doing it for the love, you know.
1: Hey man, one, two, three, four, five. (laughs) Producer tips to live by as you're coming up in the game because you just never know the obstacles you run into, the people you might run into, the rooms you might run in, and there's things like that that will keep you quote unquote alive in the music game. Yeah. Hey Bill. We appreciate you for stopping by, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. It's I appreciate a do or die, man. I appreciate y'all bringing me on, man. This was oh, a dope yeah. conversation. You are oh, asking yeah. good questions.
0: Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh damn, these are actually like. Bro, tell it when, <laughs> when I when I cock the leg up. It's game over. Game, game over. This dude got his Doctor Phil on right here. Oh uh, man. Nah, yeah, man. This, yeah, this,
1: tell this, people this where is where the people where to where to find the Rule build Volume One and Two, and where to follow you at.
0: Uh, so. All my beat tapes are out on Spotify, YouTube, so anywhere you can get your music, you should be able to find my beat tapes under Bill Fires. Um, you can also just go to my website, BillFires.com, and that, yes, that will take you to like all the platforms I have and will kind of like show you some of the work I've been putting out. Um, it has my beat store on there. Yeah. Um, We're going to put it in the description, people. Yeah, so...
1: Damn, dope combo, sir. dope combo. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, man, it's so a It that podcast with your boy York and your boy. Knee. Hey, man, episode seven. See y'all bitches later. Peace. Peace. All right. Black-ass nigga.